There is One by Gutman Locks. 39. Consider. Indeed, the 1700s were a strange time in the history of the Jewish people. The yeshivas were at a peak of keenness. Great gaonim were almost commonplace. The sharp swords of genius clashed against each other, honing razor sharp. This is the way to understand this section one scholar would sing across the table. His partner would sing back a little louder, but over here in this section it says, and back and forth the duel would continue until a clear understanding would emerge. The cities housing these yeshivas flourished, and the Jews in these cities prospered. But there came upon these learned Jews a strange and haughty attitude. Somehow, as they reached new heights of Torah learning, they began to consider themselves totally removed from the unlearned Jews of the country, the farmers, the smiths, the peddlers. It is not that these scholars forgot that we are one, but they believed that since the head is above the heart, it had a right to look down upon it. The arms and legs became a source of disdain. This was the state of affairs. Only the learned was the real Jew. The illiterate became an aberration, a half-Jew. Then came a great tidal wave that would ultimately wash away this arrogance and replace it with a humble joy, a joy that the simplest person could know, and it could be found right in his own heart. Like most tidal waves, this one began with a relatively unnoticeable beginning. There was a man named Israel ben Eliezer, born in 1698. He posed as an unlearned and simple Jew. As an orphaned youth, he loved to spend his time under the green trees of the forest instead of sitting in the great houses of learning. One of his first jobs was to lead the small children to Cheder. This he did with song and dance and turned what to others was a boring task into the highlight of the day. The children loved it, and they adored their musical guide. This turning of tedious life to joy began a pattern that was to repeat itself until ultimately magnifying itself over a goodly portion of European Jewry. The singing and dancing spread from the forest to the village, to the town, and even into the cities. With it came an ancient doctrine reborn. The simplest act done by even the most ignorant person could be elevated to the Most High, the holiest of holies, when this act was done in the service of God and with gladness of heart. He taught to forget the hardships of life around and to remember that God is within everyone and everything, and in fact, there is nothing else besides God. He emphasized first joy and self-respect, then could come Torah education ultimately revealing its deepest secrets to even the simplest of Jews. Because of the miracles attributed to him, he became known as the master of the good name, the Baal Shem Tov. His doctrine spread, filling the vacuum created by arrogance. Although his way was blocked by many, including foreign governments who feared his popular movement, and by learned Jews who feared his apparent lack of learning, his teachings have flourished to this day. His opposition has become his servants and his followers have become the Hasidim.
thereisone.com.